Love Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes. Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother hey guys it's sam welcome to the big brother after show as you know every thursday this is where you come to talk about big brother start 11 p.m eastern and here we are 1101 Hey, look, I don't do long intros. You get, like, what's one-minute thing that we put together. I think it's awesome. But anyway, uh, and we go right to the point. I mean, we talk strategy. We talk about what we think is going to happen. We get excited. We get depressed together. We do the whole thing. And I got to tell you guys, I, you know, sometimes you get up and you go, you know, you just watch Big Brother or whatever, and sometimes, you know, you just get an eviction. You knew it was going to happen, and, you know, unanimous and you kind of you know i love coming out here i love doing it i love going in the studio i love doing the show for you guys don't don't get me wrong it is a passion i love and i love you guys for listening but sometimes you know you get out here and you're just like you know what in the world am i going to talk about i mean you know i'm going to have to talk about what happened last week and yada yada, yada. tonight i'm going to tell you guys I'm so excited, and I know a lot of you guys are upset, you're disappointed. We're going to talk about everything, but I'm excited, and I'm going to tell you guys why. But before we do that, I want to remind you guys that we're sponsored or in partnership with Morty's TV. If you guys want to talk about what happened tonight, you want to find some friends to talk about Big Brother with, you want to chat, you want to read spoilers, you want to do the whole thing, go to mortystv.com. That's the place to go. It's where everybody goes. That's where I try to spend some free time when I get it to talk about Big Brother. And also tvfanforms.net, which is where you can go talk about all reality shows. So please go visit them. They're a partner with us. They've done such a great job at kind of promoting us to people, and and I can't thank them enough, and I hope it's been a a great partnership for the both of us. But please go visit them. They're a partner of ours, a big one in a big way, so please go see them. But i got to talk to you guys about this. I'm excited. I, I, I tell people the last time I got goosebumps watching Big Brother, when I usually am complaining that I don't like the current seasons that have been lately, and, I, and I'm one of those, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I, you know, there's a lot of, of 
there's a lot of, of the seasons lately that I'm not a huge fan of. Um, you know, I, I find them to to have been, compared to the older seasons, I, I, I consider there's a golden era of, of Big Brother. And I, I, sometimes I get depressed, guys. Sometimes I get depressed. And I wonder, is this show going to keep going? Is Are they going to cancel? Are they going to go to another network? Because I know CBS doesn't really own Big Brother, but sometimes I get sad because, you know, I just, I don't, I'm not feeling it. Tonight, I felt it. I hope you felt it. I, I'm telling you, there's electricity in the air, whether you're pissed off or whether you're happy. There's electricity in the air of the Big Brother groups. There's electricity in the air of the, I would say, Big Brotherhood sisterhood. I mean, you guys, we've all been watching this show for a long time. Even if you just joined the last couple of seasons, there's some electricity in the air, man, because tonight was a night of excitement. And the HOH was exciting tonight. And like I said, and I'm going to explain. I know some of you guys are upset about this whole situation, about, you know, Frank really being safe this week when a lot of people want him out. But i got to tell you guys, I, from Twitter, through Facebook, through everything, there's, two, there's one thing that I find very, very, very interesting. You guys are really divided. And, I mean, there are people that are defending Frank and the way that he's done things, and we're going to talk about that too. But some of you guys are defending Frank. You like Frank. You, you like you maybe were a fan of his in 14. I, I certainly was in 14. Um, and some of you guys really back day. And it seems like what's interesting in the first time in a long time, and, I mean, I know we had Frankie fans and not Frankie fans, you know. But, I mean, when you talk about true just in the middle of the game, I mean, still kind of early on, People starting to divide. I mean, fans beginning to divide. We're seeing it right now. You guys aren't realizing what you're witnessing as a viewer of this game is that people are starting to choose a side, even viewers. You guys are fighting over day. You're fighting over Frank. And nobody's wrong and nobody's right. It's just an opinion. And none of us know how this game's going to end up. Nobody knows what somebody's going to do next week. For all we know, Day may grab a kitchen knife and stab someone, and everybody's against Day. Frank can do the same thing. So, we just don't know week to week what's happening, but everybody has this feeling of what side they want to be on, and it's it's incredibly interesting to me uh, that we have this going on. Of course, not everybody falls in those categories, but the majority of you, I feel like, really do. Uh, there's some people that we can we can give or take, and some people we like. Um, it seems like universally everybody's starting to like Paul, and we're going to talk about Paul very shortly. But it seems like, you know, everybody's kind of divided over Frank and Day. And uh, I think it's great. You know, we saw seasons split before. We've seen season six where it's split. And, and a lot of people consider season six one of the best seasons ever. And I, I put it up there. I don't consider it the best. But I can definitely put it up there. And the reason was because that house went into a civil war. Uh, people began to pick a side. They went against each other. And it became, instead of this large alliance knocking everybody out, it became two medium-sized alliances going after each other. And it made for a really great season. And I think we're going to see that right now. Now, this is hard for me because I've got to talk about things that have been going on and setting everything up. Truth of the matter is we can kind of briefly go over that. And, and i got my power rankings as well. A lot of people like those. But, and we're going, to do, we're going to do a little breakdowns of what kind of went on this week to kind of transpire to this point. But know this. You know, things really didn't get interesting in this house. I mean, there were things that were going on. We, it, you all knew Day wasn't into Frank. Frank wasn't into Day. They were kind of starting to have a slipville. I think Frank was hanging on a little longer than Day was willing to. And at the end of the day, we saw some, we've, we've seen some alliances break up already. I mean, the APAC is done. 
The Bet Alliance is done. The Fatal Five looks like it is going to be done soon because you know, some of those women are willing to put each other up. So it's gotten really interesting of what we see that really, you know, even this alliance that we were talking about a little bit last week where Dave was kind of in the middle of two showmances, that fine person just never stuck. I mean, the glue just never dried. And I don't feel like that ever got off the ground. Uh, and, of course, now Spy Girl's being broke up because Bronte's gone. So you've got the Spy Girls broken up. So you really don't have solid alliances anymore. I mean, you've got the Fatal Five, but, I, I, guys, I don't think that's going to last. It's probably the strongest right now, but somebody's going to break somewhere. It's just going to happen. Um, and, and I find it very interesting that these alliances uh, not really broke up, but especially the vets. I mean, how do you get more ready-made alliance? How do you get it handed to you on a silver platter more than three other people in the house that have played this game that know how it's played that you probably have come in contact with through, you know, uh, appearances and being part of these Big Brother cruises and all this other stuff that they do. I mean, you've got to have to cross paths. I mean, I've got to think Frank and James have crossed paths or Devon and, 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 and Frank have crossed paths or Nicole. I've got to believe somewhere they have crossed, they have crossed each other's paths. And there's got to be some familiarity when you go into the house and you know you're playing these people, you know your five returnees, you know the target's on you, you've got it handed to you. You've got a ready-made four-person alliance, and it just completely cracked. And, that, and I'm not surprised, but I, I'm amazed that, you know, the vets really – I mean, look at 13. These guys, and vets and 13, really stuck together. I mean, if you go back and watch 13, they brought, brought some vets back as well. And, yes, one, you know, one vet probably got off the track, which made the season a little bit better. But, you know, for the most part, that solid group of vets really stuck together and went through the house pretty quickly. And it's the same case now. It should have been these four that no matter what happens, we are stuck together. And I can't tell you what happened. Uh, I can tell you what happened. I think day happened. And uh, I give her a lot of props for her game, but I'm going to give her a lot of cons for her game this week, too. Um, because things didn't work out so well as we see. All right, so we know the, a, the apex cracking. Um, you know, I told you guys I think the vets are going back to bad habits. Day's paranoid, and she's going to get too emotional. I think we saw that on the feeds after the live show tonight. Uh, you know, there were some things that were said and some heat, uh, especially between her and uh, Bridget. Um, but I keep saying it. I keep preaching it. Slow down, Day. Slow down. Frankie says relax. And Day has her moments where she'll do it, but they, I just feel like, is so emotional and so unable to really work the way she needs to work. She does some really great moves, and then she does some really salty moves I don't understand. Uh, but Day's back to doing those types of things. Frank is back to having everybody in the house hate him. James has no strategy, just like last season, and he's found a girl to, to shack up with, uh, just like Meg. Now, uh, you know, Nicole is back in an awkward showmance that nobody knows whether or not it's a real thing or not, and she can't make a decision to save her life. And we're seeing that this week. You know, the nominees this week, we already know, being, uh, you know, Paul and Tiffany and Bronte being the roadkill nominee, roadkill winner being Frank, uh, you know, HOH winner being Bridget, and Vito winner being Bridget. Now, give Bridget credit. Nobody thought really Bridget was going to bring much, but Bridget really brought a good game this week and got herself in power. Now, a lot of people say she doesn't have a backbone, and Frank, 
I'm going to give you my opinion on it. And I think that what really – I think Frank was right. And I think Frank was right by saying when Bridget came to him and said, I want to put up Nicole and Corey, for us that's a great move as viewers. But Frank, even though he had his own agenda, he was right. It was too soon for those two to go up. It was going to cause major chaos, although that's what we want to see. But as a game player, you don't need that so much. And at the time, I think Frank thought he had Nicole and Corey with him. And I don't think he wanted them to really go up. Of course, we knew he was after Tiffany. But I think he gave her the right advice. She was going to make a pretty big move. I'm not going to say that 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 Bridget is weak. I'm not going to say that Bridget doesn't know what she's doing. I'm going to say that Bridget took advice from somebody she trusted. And and, and Frank was very convincing and can be very manipulative. And that's part of the game, too. I mean, people are getting upset over Bridget not, not making her stand. But, you know, when you don't have a lot of friends in that house and you've got to do some things, you've got to do them. And you've got to sometimes roll with the people that you know you trust. And she trusts Frank. She made a move that, trust, that Frank wanted her to make. So Frank did control HOH, Frank controlled POV, and he controlled the whole week. Now, we're going to talk about this later, but that gives Frank a great situation to be in power. Really, if he'd have won HOH tonight, he would have had HOHs for two weeks in a row. That's really strong. And, and, you know, despite how you feel about Frank, that's a great gameplay. I think Frank's kind of turning his game around a little bit. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the nominees and kind of what happened. Now, you know, Tiffany goes up, and, and I'll be honest with you. I know that the rumor this week uh, was a lot of people wanting to uh, flip the vote. Now, obviously, they did. But, you know, here's the thing about Tiffany. In the same sentence that Nicole's trying to explain to everybody why Tiffany has to, has to stay, Tiffany says, Nicole's saying, oh, you know, Tiffany is not strong. She's not going to be a threat. I'm not worried about her. I'm not threatened by her. She needs to say, I'm not worried. She's not going to do anything. She, doesn't, she can't win comps. But on the same breath, we're going to turn around in another room and tell people we need to keep Tiffany because Tiffany's going to go after Frank and put him up. On what planet do you live on where you have seen – and I'm not saying that Tiffany cannot win comps. I'm just saying, at what point have you been able to dissect the fact that Tiffany is going to win a competition for you? Okay, because everybody thought she was going to, oh, on Twitter, you guys were lighting it up. So, you, oh, you know, this is going to be Tiffany's game with the memory thing. And it wasn't. Tiffany can't, I mean, we're talking about a, a teacher who can't, you know, who can't mix things together and remember anything in the last comp for the veto. I don't know where these guys are thinking this. And, and I know some of you agree with them, and that's fine. And you can shout at me, big BB after show uh, on Twitter. Uh, you can let me know what you think, but i got to be honest with you. I don't think Tiffany is somebody that I'm looking at going, hey, that's somebody that will take down Frank for me. It ain't going to happen. And if it does, I think it's going to be something that's just random. But it obviously hasn't happened. And so these boats begin to flip to, oh, well, this is how we'll get Frank out. And that becomes an interesting part of the game. And as that begins to progress, Bronte, our you know, she's caught blindsided. I don't even think she packed. Meanwhile, I want to make the point of this. Meanwhile, Paul continues to roll on. Paul continues to get stronger. 
Paul continues to stay in the game and, and create great social skills. Paul has completely 180 changed his personality. If you are not willing to give Paul credit at this point, I don't know what to tell you. And Paul did some very important things after this eviction that we're going to go over. But Paul is a real player, I think. And if he can get with the right people, it's going to get interesting for him. Um, and, you know, a lot of us are really, really, really wanting to write off Paul. But he's, he's done a 180. When, I think he got humbled. And when he got humbled, his game got a lot, lot better. Paul is going to be sneaky enough to continue to be the pawn, continue to be the guy that goes up, but he's going to get his HOH. He's going to get his HOH. He's going to get his roadkill. And when he does, if he's still in that house and they haven't figured it out, his HOH, I can promise you, is going to be chaos. I do not think that Paul will run with the rest of the house. I think Paul's going to do what's best for his game. I think he's going to do things that influence people to work with him. If he gets an HOH, Paul's not a Spencer. And no, sense, no offense to, to Spencer from season 15, but you can be a pawn for so long, and you're just too good at being a pawn for people to keep using you. And that's what happened to Spencer. I don't think Paul's that way. Paul is somebody who's so close to nailing it down, he's going to get his HOH. He skates through another week. And I'll be honest with you, I think he's saved this week, but we're going to talk about that a little later. Now, we're talking about the division between you guys on Frank and Day. And I get a lot of response on the sexual harassment thing with Frank. There's a lot of people that support Day, a lot of people that support Frank. And I, don't, and, and I want to make clear, I don't think anyone is supporting Frank and what he did. I think people are feeling like Frank got too comfortable in, a, in, a, in an atmosphere. He thought he could be friendly, maybe be too playful, and I think it caught up with him. I've had situations before in my life, and, and listen, we're not perfect. None of us are perfect. But I, I know there were situations in my life where I have said things that I thought I was comfortable enough to say to people, where I acted in a way where I thought it was okay to tease or to say things, you know, just to goof around with them. And they took it and they laughed and they thought it was, uh, you know, they made me thought it was, think it was funny at first. And I got comfortable and you continue to do it. And then one day they just kind of push you back and tell you, don't say that to me again. It happens to people that think it's a comfortable situation. Do I think that Frank had any ill will or was meaning to hurt anybody's feelings? I don't. I think it's his personality. And although that's not right, I think they should have forgiven him. And I think the reason that Day didn't want to forgive him is because Day had an agenda. And if she forgave Frank, then she had to erase that agenda. She had a vendetta against the guy, and although he apologized, and I've got to be honest with you, and I've talked about it with you guys, and I've talked about it on Facebook, I genuinely see real, real sincere, you know, Apology coming from Frank. You know, the, I, I think it scared him. I think when he found out he did what he did to her, and it hurt her feelings that bad. When it, when he realized that he actually was pushing that point with her, he immediately switches around and says, "Man, I am sorry. I didn't mean that. I've been in that situation. I, and I know some of you guys listening have been in that situation. You know what that feeling's like. And nothing feels better than for somebody to say, you know what? I understand. I get it. I accept. I accept your apology. Let's just move on." As far as I know, Frank has said some stupid stuff, but Frank isn't nearly as bad as Frank was when Frank was doing these types of things and thinking that he was comfortable with the group. You're in a house with people. You don't have the right to touch them. That is completely true. 
But there are people that hug. There are people that slap each other's backs. There are people who goof around, you know, you know, touch shoulders. I mean, you know, but what he was doing was inappropriate. But it is close quarters, and I think he was comfortable, and I think he thought he was okay doing what he was doing. Does that mean that the women should have told him? So I think they should have, but at the same time, he's a big boy. He's a grown-up. He should know better. But the fact of the matter is is that when he found out, he sincerely apologized. And I believe his apology to be completely sincere. Uh, and I don't think he meant anything by it. And I think Day was caught in a situation where she was called out to forgive him, and she didn't. I don't, I don't recall her saying, I, I forgive you. She just said it's cool. And I think it was, at that point, a little bit part of Day's agenda to say, look what he does, look what he did, look how he hurt me, we need to get him out. I think, I think she was definitely bothered by it, don't get me wrong, but I do think that Day used it as part of her agenda to move on Frank. Smart on her part, not taking anything away from it. Really smart. But I think what this did is make Day look a little bit, I don't know, hypocritical, because several people saw her call him a name, and he called her a name, and I think he thought she was playing. She was serious. She went around telling everybody how he called her a slut. That was in response to her calling him a douche. And so here we go. These two, you know, I completely saw it. I think he took it as a joke when he said it, and when she said it to him, I don't think he took her serious. She took him serious, and immediately she went and told everybody, I think that that was a little bit of Day's agenda. She used it to her advantage. That's fantastic. But what it's done is make everybody start to question Day a little bit because Day is talking about how Frank has controlled the house. Frank is a bully. Frank is that. I got news for Day fans and Day. Day is just as big of a bully. Day is just as big as somebody who doesn't want to hear something from somebody she don't want to hear. If she doesn't like what's being said, she's going to have an emotional chip on her shoulder. Nothing against her. That is the way she is. But it's, it's, it's just not equal in this situation. It, it kind of is because they both have some control issues, and it's very, very obvious. So, uh, you know, I just want to touch base on, on really what I felt about the sexual harassment thing. It was wrong. He should be reprimanded for it. I'm sure you guys are going to let him have it on social media. You know, guy's probably not going to get any rest. But fact of the matter is, is that I don't think he meant to do it. He did go immediately apologize. I could tell that he was sincere. And I think her not not accepting it only led more to her having an agenda towards him. Because I think once she forgave him, it was going to set her up. Uh, guys, listen, got to take a quick commercial break. Got to regain my thoughts here. We got to talk about some big things. I'm telling you, man, this is such a big week. Oh, man, I, I, can't, even, I, I can't even think straight. We're going to put it together. Uh, let me get some notes together. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened tonight because I think it was huge, and we're going to talk a little bit about power rankings. Talk a little bit about what happened this week. Uh, super, super, super night, guys. So excited. Be right back. Stay here. Two minutes. Give me some of the easy good meatballs off the bone. Baby, I'm hungry. I said, baby, you hungry? Let's head to Mr. Squiggs and get us some ribs. 1017 South Eddie I need that S-P-R-I-G-G-S. When I'm dealing with Mr. Squiggs, I only deal with the best. Gotta have that S-P-R-I-G-G-S. Call 733-8578. Mr. Squiggs, barbecue is always. 
and, you know, she goes off, and, man, should she have really thought that one out before she did it. And I get it. I know Michelle went to her and said, hey, look, you know, you need to you need to spice it up, your eviction, you know, speech, and, and Divini followed her right down that road. Thank you, Michelle, for that. I mean, I could give you a hug for it. But at the same time, what a dumb piece of advice for somebody to take. You know, if you can't if you can't do a Dr. Will, just don't even do it. She gets up there. She's stuttering over her words a little bit. But I did love her speech. I thought it was great. I thought it was said in ways that it wasn't. It just was able to knock Frank over. And I'm going to tell you guys something. I think Frank at that moment knew exactly what was happening, and I think Bronte knew too. Uh, the looks on their faces just told you she doesn't get that bold and say those types of things. She's been very meek, in my opinion, in the house. I want to talk about Tiffany for a second because I think dark roads are headed for her. Uh, I don't think Tiffany does a lot to help herself. I don't think she's a great social player, and I, I think her sister, now if her sister listens, I know some Big Brother players listen. You know, Vanessa, I, I was a big fan of Vanessa last season. I really, really was. You can go back and listen. I think she was the best player of the season. Uh, I don't think that Tiffany has those skills. It's nothing against her. Some people have it. Some people don't. I just think that Tiffany is the type of person that is just there, and when the rocks are when the, when things are down and the rocks are on her shoulders, she gets down, she gets depressed, and she kind of acts like life is not fair. And unfortunately, if you don't have a game to dig yourself out, much like her sister, you're going to continue to get run over. I appreciate Day and Michelle coming up with the idea to save Tiffany. It made it wonderful tonight, but. Tiffany's got to stop walking around talking to people inside with sunglasses. i got to be honest with you. There's, there are some people I don't trust. One of the groups of people I don't trust is anyone who wears sunglasses inside. There's no reason for you to do it, and all it makes me feel like is that you don't feel like I'm important enough to look in the eye. Tiffany is doing that. She's annoyed a couple of people with that kind of play style. I know that's something Vanessa did because of her poker background. But i got to be honest with you guys, I think it's a bad move on her part. She needs to put the sunglasses away, quit walking around and looking at people indoors with sunglasses on. I think it's disrespectful in some ways when you're talking to someone to do that when you're indoors. Uh, you know, show people respect by looking them in the eye. Tiffany's been wearing the sunglasses. She needs to take them off. It's just getting ridiculous. Um, but she's done a lot of sitting around pouting. Like I said, Michelle and Day decide to save her. I don't feel like Tiffany did a lot to really help the cause. I think everybody else kind of took off on it, thinking again that Tiffany was going to be this great competitor this uh, tonight and going to put Frank up next this week. And man, she was going to just flip the whole house and flip the script. What we found out is that Tiffany's just not a very good comp player so far. I think we find out she's not a very good strategic player so far, and she's not a very good. Uh, I don't think she's very good socially or in comp. So. I don't think Tiffany offers much enough to save her. In reality, Tiffany probably should have gone home. The right strategic play tonight for Day's side of the house was to go ahead and go with the Tiffany eviction. Now, Day, part of the reason why I think she's made some bad moves lately, pushes this agenda on people. Michelle, you know, and her push the agenda, and they get what they want. They got what they wanted. But what they did is they completely let Frank know what was going on. They completely did the opposite of what they wanted to do. And it was just a really strange turn of events. If I was Day, I would have immediately said, no, leave it the way it is. I don't want to do anything that's going to tip him off. We've got to continue to go. And I guarantee you he wouldn't have played that hard tonight. He wouldn't have played that hard tonight, and he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have pushed Polly into the position of being an HOH tonight. 
it was a bad move on Dave's part. It was a really bad move on Michelle's part. And I think Michelle's playing good, but some things are going to come out. But uh, Tiffany, I think your days are numbered. Now, what we saw tonight was an absolute – one thing I will say I think was genius is, is the cross-voting. I think that was extremely smart. Uh, you know, some people voting uh, for Bronte uh, or Bronta. Bronte, Bronte. Oh, I just gotta, I gotta try not to say Brontosaurus. Bronte, and some people voting for uh, Tiffany, um, just to kind of throw him off. I think that was really smartly played. Uh, but what it has done is allowed some people who had to vote for for Tiffany to be able to look at him and say, "I voted Tiffany," and not have one ounce of lie in that in that statement. What he's done is allowed certain people to get away or what Day has done, and and Michelle, in this plan, and really all of them, is they've allowed certain people to get off the hook, which is a bad move. I like like what they did, but eventually somebody's going to crack. I think Tiffany was the smart play tonight. I think think Brano was the great play tonight for us as viewers and fans. It was the best thing to possibly happen. A lot of you guys are not going to agree. I know there's some Bronte fans out there, and I'm sorry. But i got to be honest with you. You know, I'm watching this girl tell me she's a mathematician, tell me she wants to work for the government to help out with math, solving crimes. I'm sure that's a true thing. I'm sure that's real. But, and then, you know, she's already messed up on a math problem in her interview. I don't know if you guys saw that in the Jeff interview where she couldn't do nine times nine. But then, you know, she kind of gives away the secret to the to her little power puff or spy girls, I guess, and the secret, and I really was watching this thing, guys, thinking this is going to be something really extraordinary. She's got, she's sick, something's going on with her family, or there's a secret twist. There's something that's really eating this girl alive, man, and she's got she's to let it out. Just let it out. Come on. She's crying. She's bawling. And then tells everybody, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm, I'm a mathematician. I'm the nerd. I'm the nerd this season. I got news for her. I don't know if she's looked around, but there's other nerdy people in the house that I think qualify. And and honestly, I don't think that she might be as smart as she's letting on or what she wants to believe. Now, that's fine. Her family probably gets mad. I'll get hate mail. But I'm telling you, I just think that there's a possibility that her mathematician dreams are really just dreams and not reality because there's something going on with that girl that's just not quite right. And somebody who can't add in a POV, somebody who's already messed up a math problem in their inter, inter, interview to begin the season, pre-interview, I got problems. I don't think – I think there's a little bit of some kind of fantasy going on uh, with Bronte. I don't think that that's a real deal. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, basically I told people – I went over like Frankie telling people that his sister was, uh, was, was uh, you know, Ronnie Grande. But, I mean – at the same time, when he told everybody that, Ariana, sorry, Ariana Grande, you know, that house, that room full of guys is sitting there going, okay, I uh, have no clue who that is. Who is it? I, and you can see it on their faces. They may have tried to be cool about it, but a lot of them, they, A, they didn't know that she was probably as popular as she was, and B, they didn't ever heard the name before. Maybe they heard the name, but they didn't know who she was. So, you know, he springs that on them, and, you know, you think, oh, man, this is going to blow up because people are going to feel like he lied to them. Really, they could care less. They didn't know who she was. 
and I felt like it was kind of the situation tonight, which at least Frankie had some information to give. Uh, that was a big twist with him being in the house. But, you know, it's just kind of like, okay. And the other two were just like, why are we crying about this? So I don't know what her story was, but she goes home. I don't give her much of a chance of coming back. Uh, and, of course, she says she knew about 20 minutes before eviction tonight that she was going home. And uh, and so she did. The cross mix of, of votes was interesting. I find it, you know, I find it odd that I, I've realized, just like last season, that Tiffany, uh, not Tiffany, that Nicole really can't lie. Uh, it's not, it's not that she, she's just an awful liar. And Nicole is in deep, deep doo doo. Now, we see the votes get mixed up. We see the look on Frank's face. We see Tiffany's speech. Uh, I think Tiffany should have thought that out really good. Horrible advice from Michelle. She gives, uh, you know, she says some pretty. I'd say borderline mean things. Um, and then, you know, as the numbers come in, she wins the eviction. Uh, she, or she wins and she's safe. You know, she's walking off and she was like, it's war. She says that under her breath to Frank. I think Frank probably heard her. Only problem is, is that you only won a battle. You didn't win the war. And you, you might have won that battle, but you certainly lost the battle that was coming up next. Because we go to HOH. I really didn't give Frank a chance in this, guys, but you know what? I will give this guy credit, and one of the reasons why I do like him as a player, maybe not as a person, in the way that he's treated people in the house, but the reason why I'm a fan of him as a player is that if Frank knows his back's against the wall, Frank is going to play no matter what. Even if he is somebody that probably shouldn't be in the position he's in, he didn't study that screen very hard. He was telling other people, I didn't even really look at it because I, I know everything's cool. I know Polly fed him some false, inform, uh, false information that he was talking about on the memory board. Uh, when they were kind of quizzing each other. And I know people were trying to trip him up and giving him bad information. But here he comes, and he ends up almost winning HOA tonight on a memory comp he didn't really even know a lot about. Now, we see people dropping off like flies. Now, who was going to win tonight? Who was the one person that was going to put, put a knife in it? It was going to be Day. And where was Day? Day was one of the first people out. Now, we talk about this house dividing, and I think it's going to happen. This is a situation where, as a player, I have to sit down and have to look at where my benefits lie the most. I can follow Day down this road, but my fear with Day is that nobody's trusting Day really fully 100%. She's emotional, number two, and number three, she's not going to win a comp and help me out. She's not going to win a POV and get me off the block. She's not going to win a roadkill and put somebody up to help me out if I'm on the block. She's not going to really probably win an HOH. She probably will somewhere, but she's not a heavy competitor. On the other hand, if I'm in this house right now and I'm looking at what's going on, Frank is the guy that I'm looking at going, my God, he didn't even try in that comp, HOH comp. I know he wasn't working hard on the memory skill, but by God, man, he almost won it. He almost pulled it off. You gotta give Frank credit there. Frank's gonna be a competitor. He's won these uh, road kills. Uh, you can, I can guarantee you this. Frank won't be throwing another HOH. Frank will never throw another comp this season, and that's dangerous for everybody else in that house that he finds out has gone against him. Now, on the other side of the spectrum, Nicole and Polly are the last two besides Frank that are in there. Now, at this point, you got to – and I'll be honest with you. As I'm watching this, I completely forgot 
that these teams are safe. And I honestly like this this situation. It could have happened the exact same way with Day if Frank had won. These guys can be safe. These guys can be, well, I say day one, but I mean somebody on day's team one. These guys, it's a situation where if you think about it, Frank's the only one that's got a full team left. That is extremely dangerous in these competitions because all he has to do is have one of them win it. And in a situation like tonight, where I don't think Polly wanted to win it, but I think Polly had to say, you know what, everybody else is out. And if I don't get this and Nicole doesn't get this, it's going to be Frank. And I've got to win it, even if he's got to stay safe. I don't trust Nicole to win this thing. And I know that it was true or false, and it kind of just lands. But I guarantee you, if it had been a competition that would have been physical and the three of them would have been left, Polly still would have tried to win it, even if it's going to keep Frank safe, because he likes being an HOH more than Frank needs to be an HOH in his situation. So we see this all happen, and, man, you could just feel it. As soon as this competition's over, there's no excitement. Everybody's congratulating Polly. But they know that Frank is safe, and he's going to live another week. Now, this gives Frank a week to dissect what's been going on. He's safe. He's not a roadkill nominee. He's not a HOH nominee. He is completely safe this week, and he can really, really think it out. Uh, Bridget is safe this week. Uh, so they've got time to really dissect this thing and break it down and find out exactly what happened. Now, you may hate this but it's the greatest scenario for the season. If you wanted a house to divide and you wanted a civil war, you have now gotten every bit of a layout for this to happen. Now, Frank goes back in. I know some of you guys are watching the feeds now, and you'll listen to this tomorrow. But Frank is now, you know, when I last saw, Frank is now trying to figure everything out. Now, I will tell you this. Frank has named everybody that voted voted for uh, Bronte. He has named everybody that he thinks has done it. He was dead on. He was accurate. He doesn't believe Nicole. He doesn't believe that Nicole and Corey uh, voted for Tiffany to go home. He's he's already confronted Nicole, and Nicole, being what Nicole is, folds like a lawn chair and starts getting defensive, and why are you looking at me, and why are you pulling me to the side? All that does is tell Frank, you are guilty. Anybody with any kind of social skills can look at somebody like that and say you're guilty. And so there's some there's a blow up that I did miss between, you know, Bridget and uh, some kind of Bridget Day situation. I didn't see it. But anyway, Frank has handled this situation pretty well. I mean, he's kind of sitting back and just really analyzing what's happened. He's absorbing what's happened to him. He's kind of figuring out who he can trust. Now, one thing that he knows is that he believes that Polly voted to evict uh, Tiffany, okay? So what he knows is that he voted to evict Tiffany, Bridget voted to evict Tiffany, and Polly, he believes, voted to evict Tiffany. Nicole telling him that her and Corey voted for Tiffany don't fly. It doesn't add up. It's not going to make any sense in the math because he knows they're both going to do the exact same thing. So he's got two people that he knows is not doing what they were saying they were going to do. I think he knew Day may play a trick with him because I think he's caught on that Day and him are, are off now. But I, And I don't know what he thinks about James, but i got to be honest with you. Nicole is trying to sell to him that her and Corey voted to evict Tiffany, and the numbers won't add up to him. They just are not going to make any sense. He's going to know. He already knows. 
and that sets everything up beautifully this week. Now, as we talk about what, what's happening right now, we're going to talk about what we think is going to happen in the future. And i got to be honest with you, I'm watching the feeds after, after the eviction happens, after the HOH comp happens, and i got to be honest with you, Polly is running his mouth, and I mean not in a bad way, but Polly will not stop talking about how he can't believe people flip. I believe that Polly is becoming a victim of the same thing Frank became a victim of, which is loose lips sink ships. And I don't know if you've ever heard that, but people who talk too much get in a lot of trouble. And Polly is all up in Frank's business as soon as this competition is over, talking about, man, I can't believe it. Polly's got a lot of influence, including Zakaya. Numbers don't add up there, okay? Numbers still don't add up. So he's very, very confused. It could have been Z who voted for it, but he knows Z and D, uh, Devon are close. I think that numbers, again, don't add up. And Polly is just in there talking about how, man, I can't believe Tiffany. You know I wanted Tiffany out, man. You knew I wanted Tiffany out. Come on, man. You know I wanted Tiffany Be very careful, Paul, Polly, because now you're HOH. So guess what you have to do? you got to pony up to the board. Now Frank is safe, now Bridget's safe, and you got to pony up. Now what do you have to pony up? you got to deliver Tiffany's head. you got to put Tiffany up because you've just told Frank how badly you wanted Tiffany to go home and how you weren't the betrayer. Guess what? You can make a lock on it this week that Tiffany's going to be a nominee. He doesn't like her anyway. He didn't want to save her. It's no sweat off his back. So that's what I mean by Tiffany having dark road ahead. I don't think anything worked out well for Tiffany. And honestly, like I said on Twitter, if you're going to talk that big, keep your head up and look and look people in the eye. Don't look at the floor. She said what she said because she was coaxed to do it. It was a stupid move on her part, and now she's going to pay the piper because it backfired, and now Tiffany is going to be on that nomination chair. I'm telling you already. Um, and, and really, you know, it, it's not going to be anything, again, for Polly to put her up. Now, who do I think the nominees are going to be? I'm going to tell you who I think the nominees are going to be. I think the nominees are going to honestly be Day, and I think it's going to be Tiffany. And I think the strategy on that point is going to be for Polly is that I'm in a situation where a guy on my team believes that I'm working with him. He knows I know he wants Day up, and I've talked crap about Tiffany, and I want Tiffany up. He knows that. I know that. Everybody knows that. So now he has to make a decision on the power play he's going to make, and he's got himself in a real bad position. This is not the HOH that Polly really, really wants because at the end of the day, He's got to make a decision and set himself up because don't forget, he can't do anything about Frank. Despite the fact he said all the things he said this week, I know you guys are going to tweet it out. I get it. I know what he has said about Frank over the last week. I know he's not happy with Frank. I know he's not pleased. But let's not forget that you've got to stay safe one more week. And Polly can't play next week. So Polly has to be very careful about what he does from this point on. My guess is you're going to see Probably Tiffany and Natalie, or Tiffany and Day go up. I think it's going to be tough on Natalie because it's going to put a strain on James. James can say he doesn't care if she has to go up or not, but i got to be honest with you. I've seen James' gameplay, and I don't think he's going to be happy with Natalie being a nominee if she is. And I think he's going to try to talk Day and uh, talk Polly into putting Day up. And from here on, things get extremely interesting, guys, because we're going to talk strategy. I believe Frank's biggest move right now 
is to align himself with. He's already got Bridget. He needs to align with Paul. Paul is in a place where he's just safe. He's a pawn. People don't bother with him. But eventually he's going to be somebody they're going to want to send home because they're going to realize, you know what, Paul can win these comps. Paul is not going to last forever in this game unless he's got somebody that's got his back. It is important for Frank to approach Paul and say, look, you're the only one that didn't vote in that situation. I don't care what you know. I don't care what you knew. But from this day forward, are you, in, are you interested in being in an alliance with me and Bridget and working on getting Natalie to switch over to us? Are you, are you in it to win it with me? I need a complete commitment from you. I need, to, I need you to ride with me through this. I'm, I'm telling you, I've got your back. you got my back. Final four deal. Let's do a final, uh, I'll tell you, probably a final five, and I'll tell you why. But that's the deal we're going to lock in from here on out. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. We don't sway. I think Paul takes him up on it, and I think Paul runs with it, because Paul and, and really Frank are great competitors. Uh, Paul has really good social skills right now, which I think help him a lot. He's a great competitor, and he knows that eventually the lack of support behind him is going to get him. It's gotten Victor. It's gotten uh, Jose. It's gotten Bronte. It's going to get Natalie. If it doesn't get him first, he's going to be next after Natalie goes. So Paul has to make this deal, and Paul has to make it happen. And Frank needs it just as bad. I'm looking, I'm looking for, and I don't know if I'll get it, but what I need in a perfect scenario this season at this moment this week is for Paul and Frank to make a huge commitment to each other, grab Bridget, Bridget's already in it, they get a solid three. Then you know that Natalie is the next person that's going to go down that road and get evicted and get put up on the block. So you go to Natalie, you approach her and say, look, you've run out of all your friends. You're, you're down to uh, nobody. Now, I know you got James, but you think about who's, who is, James is, is working with Day. He was one of the people that flipped the votes and sent your friend home. And whether or not he did, I know he didn't, but I'm going to sell it to her either way. I need you to square up with us three and, uh, and bring James screaming and kicking all the way. That gives you a solid five, a final five deal with Bridget, uh, uh, Paul, Natalie, and James. Now, a lot of people say James they won't come. And I, I, sorry, I'm going to throw the BS flag. James is more interested in getting a piece than he is really honestly playing this game this year. I think James follows Natalie wherever she goes. That's something that I think Frank needs to do. He needs to make it happen this week, early in the week, lock it down, and then they need to take what they know and say, okay, all honesty on the table, who did you vote for and who do you know, what was the deal? James will probably spill it. Uh, Natalie doesn't know a whole lot. But I think through looking around, observing, Paul knows a little bit about this also that happened. Paul's going to reveal it because he wants to be locked in with Frank. And I saw it tonight, guys. After this eviction, there's a situation where Paul comes in and talks to Frank privately. And you can tell Paul wants Frank to say, do you want to work together? I need somebody. And you can just tell in Paul's speech, the way he's talking to Frank, that he wants Frank to say it because he wants to grab onto it. And the last thing that he says to Frank is, don't forget that I'm here. Don't forget that I'm here. That's a message to Frank. Don't forget, I was on the block. Don't forget, I've been on the block every week. I need somebody. You don't know who to trust. You can trust me. 
And if that happens, it's going to be an explosive, explosive season because I like seeing, if we can get, especially get James on board, James, Paul, and Frank become a very vicious three. I think Bridget's actually pretty smart. I know people, I think she's book smart. And the fact that in probably in some kind of memory thing or, you know, any kind of like true or false thing, I think she gets it. Anything that's going to be like kind of like the POV she won where she's, you know, mixing and remembering. I think, I think as a nurse, I think she's very good with her memory. I think nurses have to have a really good memory. And so, um, well, Nicole. But Bridget seems to have that. And I think that she becomes a strong person in those kind of situations. Maybe in a trivial thing with, you know, where it's a puzzle or something, I think Bridget would do really well at. So I think it's a really, really strong five. And you're going to have to figure out, Polly's going to have to make a decision just like James is going to have to make a decision. Polly is, uh, Polly is not going to leave Z. They've got a showmance going on. Z's connected to today. Don't be surprised if Michelle tries to break up more on, Shell, on uh, Day and Z. I think Michelle wants to be really close today. But i got to be honest with you. I think this week made that side of the house a sinking ship. I think the brighter side of the ship right now is on Frank's team. I think if you put together a final five like that, they get really dominant, and it becomes a real war in the house. And that's exactly what we as viewers want, whether you like it or not. I'm here to tell you that's exactly what this season needs. Let's hope that it happens. Uh, Listen, I'm going to go on a break. I didn't even tell you guys the phone number. I was so excited tonight. Listen, you got a few minutes left. If you want to call in, 713-955-0749. Tell me you disagree. Tell me you agree. Just talk. I'm going to read out your area code. You know what it is. You've had it forever, probably most of your life. You know your area code. If you call in, you're going to be put on hold. Hit 1 when you call in. Uh, it'll say 1 to, to speak to the host. Make sure you hit 1 or I won't see you. I'm going to read your area code. Be ready to talk. Be ready to be on, on point. I'm not here to, to, to walk you through it. You're just going to get to speak and say your point. We'll talk a minute. But after we come back, if we don't have any calls, after we come back, we're going to do my power rankings. Stay tuned, guys. It's the Big Brother After Show with Sam, sponsored by Mortys.com. NYCPartyCostumes.com We'll ship your order fast We've got a large selection With good quality and great prices La, 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 la La, 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 la Let's dress up and pretend Because you know you can be a kid again Costumes for Halloween Or any occasion NYC PartyCostumes.com We're all about fun NYC PartyCostumes.com The best costumes on the web So get your party going At NYC PartyCostumes.com DJ And they say that, and they say yeah, and they say that. Man, that song gets me hyped up, guys. I'm not even going to play. Um, listen, I got my power ringing. Nobody call. I don't expect any big calls today. 
And, you know, the number went out a little late. Kind of try to write it down, guys, if you want to be a part of it. All I ask is that when I do the show, I'm going to talk for a minute because I've got to break us in, and then I'm going to open it up for you guys. If you call in, you'll get on. It's a guarantee. As long as you call in at a decent time. I've got some people that will call in in the last two or three minutes when I'm ready to roll the end credits. Just call in in plenty of time. Write it down, 713-955-0749. That is the number to call in if you want to talk. Uh, But listen, before we split out of here, um, one of the things I like to do is do a power ranking. Now, Adam uh, Pooch does this. He was on uh, Big Brother 13. He does his. Uh, I do read it. I, I take from it. I use it. Uh, but I disagree a lot with him. And so we do mind. I don't copy his words or anything. I just look at what his rankings are to kind of give me an idea. Um, so these are the power rankings from top to bottom. Now, I don't go through everybody. I just basically give you my top few, my bottom few this week, uh, and I give you explanations as to why. Uh, so let's get on with the power rankings, guys. This week, now this, it could carry over to, to, to today and what happened tonight, but here we go. I'm going to go ahead and give Frank my top spot. And here's why. I know that makes people mad. Take your emotions out of it. Take your personal feelings out of it. I know the way he behaves is wrong. I know that. To me, I'm somebody who can look at a player and say it's not personal. I grade them on how I feel like they're playing now. Truth is, the way that he's playing and the things that he has said and the way that he has set things up, I can only agree that he is not playing a good game socially. But this is why I give him the top spot. He controlled every nominee. He controlled the POV. He controlled the roadkill. And he's eligible for HOH this coming week. Of course, we know he didn't win it, but this was written a couple of days ago. I mean, you don't get more powerful than that. I mean, you're running an HOH without actually having to have the penalty of having an HOH. You're running it, but you don't have to sit out this next week. And this next week, as we are seeing, is going to be important. It's going to be one hell of a week, man. These speeds are going to be awesome. But uh, there's a lot of cons to this guy. But, you know, the biggest bee in his mouth. Now, here's, here is Frank's biggest problem this, this, this season. Uh, um if you take the sexual harassment and the comments out of it. Frank's biggest problem, and what's got him in the biggest amount of trouble, is that Frank has asked everybody about voting other people out. He talks to Nicole about voting Day out. He'll talk to Day about voting James out. He'll talk to Michelle about voting uh, Corey out. Frank has run every scenario of what people would do if he puts these people up, and all it has done is made everybody run back to that person and say, Frank, tell me he's putting you up. These people aren't lying. Frank has offered to put up, has, has mentioned putting up almost everybody in the house to other people, and he has to know that they talk. And Nicole even mentioned that. He's got to know that we talk. Well, guess what? He doesn't obviously have a clue that you guys talk, and it's gotten him in a lot of trouble. I think if he would have stayed really close to the heart and maybe just kept it where he was only mentioning a few people that he knew the rest of the house didn't want out, I think he would have been fine. Frank's problem is he's playing too far ahead in the game and being too relaxed in the current part of the game. This is a day-by-day game. You do have to plan ahead, but at the same time, a lot of what's important is what's happening now. What have you done for me lately? Janet Jackson told us that. It was great advice, and it's true. Whatever he's telling you lately is what's going to get spread. Frank needed to calm down, and he made a lot of mistakes throughout the last couple of weeks of mentioning, well, what if I put day up, or what if I do this, and what if I do that? I told you guys, loose lips sink ships. 
And Frank is really putting a lot of holes in his own ship right now. He's got to back off of that and quit bringing up every name to everybody. But as far as power, Frank has it. He had it this week, and he had it with the benefit of not really truly having to get penalized for having an HOH and can compete for it this week. So that's why Frank gets a really top-notch top uh, power ranking this week. A lot of people have Bridget. i got to be honest with you, I think Bridget comes in at number two, HOH and POV winner. I mean, she's winning the HOH. She's winning the POV. She's shown she can win, so, uh, blah, blah, blah. She's shown she can win comps. And she's actually, I think, like I said, book smart. I think she's good at solving puzzles, probably memory games. This is probably what she would do well at, trivia. Uh, so I do think that there is a brain up there that's book smart, um, that maybe she has fun for Frank and she's a sucker and he, she's her puppet, whatever. Uh, she's his puppet. But at the same time, uh, I think that the, the advice Frank gave her was right. I think Nicole and Corey was a really bold move that was way too early in the game right now. Uh, although he did use it to her advantage, guess what? Here's the benefit for Bridget and why she sits in number two spot. Everything is Frank's fault. So no matter what happens, no matter if Tiffany wants to get mad, Bronte told her, and it was the best bit of advice Bronte could have given her, whatever happens this week, Bridget, it's not going to be your fault. It'll be Frank's fault. The blood will be on his hands. That's exactly true. Bridget had her HOH. She did it. She won her POV. She got the nominees. The person she wanted to go home didn't. That was that was a roadkill uh, nominee that really screwed screwed the situation and put Bronte up, uh, which is also Frank's responsibility. But at the same time, there is no blood on Bridget's hands. They do want to send her out, but only because she's loyal. I think if Frank went home, I think Bridget becomes a non-factor to them, uh, which I think is a mistake. Uh, but I do think that Bridget deserves that second spot on the power rankings, and that's where she sits. Uh, number three, I told you guys, Paul. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Paul is not a Spencer guy, okay? He's not a guy that's going to sit up there and honestly take the hits uh, and just keep being a pawn. Paul is a guy who's going to win an HOH. He's going to win a competition, and he's going to make things happen. So, You've got to be really, really careful about letting Paul linger too long. But I give him a third spot this week. Uh, I just think that he's going to get an HOH at some point. He's going to cause chaos. And honestly, give the guy a ton of credit. He goes from major, major target, survives every week on the block, to being somebody that people really like to be around and he's enjoyable. And his social game has completely changed. I mean, even Day kind of, kind of likes being around him. So Paul has become a very big favorite. I picked him as a blind favorite at the beginning of the season. People ask me who you like. I've watched a couple of interviews. I'm gonna, I can lie to you and watch them all. I got kind of busy that week before the show. Paul was somebody that impressed me in the way that he was talking, and I thought he was entertaining, and, and I, I felt like his demeanor was good. He was a little energetic, but not, not as what we saw. I didn't know he was going to be a control freak like he was in week one. But if anybody has learned – from mistakes, it is Paul. Paul's learned from mistakes, and he's aware a little bit of what's going on daily. He doesn't know everything, but he's aware. Nicole is somebody last week that I thought was really strong. I think she's going to have a really bad road ahead of her. Uh, you're probably going to see her slip down in these rankings pretty badly. But I think she's evolved. I think she's willing to play better this season. I think she has. Nicole's issue is always going to be that Nicole can't make a decision. 
And we saw a lot of that this week when she was kind of flipping between maybe putting Day up and working with Frank and keeping Tiffany and no voting out Tiffany. I mean, she kind of goes back and forth, but she's very involved in the loop. She kind of knows what's going on. Um, when she got called out, she made some mistakes. I think she's an awful liar. But you better be a good liar in this game if you're going to survive. Uh, I think where Nicole is weak, Corey's stronger. When Michelle kind of called Nicole out, uh, Corey kind of comes in and kind of smooths things back over with Day and Michelle, kind of makes them believe that maybe they weren't talking to Frank about sending Day home uh, and sending Tiffany out. So I think that I think Corey's got a little bit of strength where Nicole is not having it. The problem is, although she's aware this season and she's probably going to pick the wrong side, I think Nicole has an issue trusting Corey. And how far are you really going to ride with this guy if you can't trust him? So I gave her a four spot, but it's very reluctant. I suspect Nicole is going to be low on the total next week. I just have a bad feeling that she's going to get herself in trouble. Frank is going to push her. If I'm Frank, i got to be honest with you, I am pushing and pressing and pushing and pressing all week long. I'm going to break her. I'm going to make her tell me what I want to know because she is too weak to stand up against anybody putting pressure on her. She's already kind of getting defensive with Frank now, as we see after uh, the eviction happens. Frank confronts her. She gets, and he wasn't—he wasn't mean to her. I saw it myself. He wasn't mean to her. He just was asking her what was going on, what happened. She immediately says, "Why are you talking to me about this? Why would you think I would do that?" Nicole's a bad liar. Nicole's got trouble, and I think—I think trouble is heading for Nicole as things go further. She's talked a lot about getting people out, and I just don't think it's good for her. Uh, in my final position on the top, I'm going to go with Zakaya. Uh, Zakaya. Uh, I think she's playing a really great game, guys. I really do. She continues to sit in the sweet spot. And what I mean by sitting in the sweet spot is that she's in the know-all. She's in the be-all. She's in all the meetings. She's being talked to two people. People want to know what she thinks about something, blah, 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 blah. She's given her opinion. But she's never somebody that's a focal point of anything. And I think she is playing a fantastic game. Uh, she's stronger with Polly than she is with Day. I think Polly gives her a lot of strength, and I think it gives her some comp room when she can't maybe win them that Polly can. I think she needs to keep that relationship with Polly really good. And I think getting rid of Day might be a smart move for her right now. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Maybe Michelle's going to make that happen because I think Michelle wants to be Day's second person. Z's beginning to kind of go more with Polly and do a lot of things with Polly. She's already told uh, Day, look, in an alliance between you know, the all-girls versus my alliance with Polly. My alliance with Polly is stronger. That, sh- that shook Day a lot. I think that I think, I think think Z is sitting in the perfect position. Uh, right in the middle, I'm, I'm putting Polly. Now, of course, this is for last week, not this week. Uh, you know, the guy keeps winning. Everybody keeps liking him. It's an amazing feat. Many people can't pull off. Uh, but Polly's really done that. I mean, he's won HOHs and he's done things. He sent people home. He's put people on the block, and he still seems to be somebody that people trust and rely on. I think Z and him are a great asset together. I think they play really well. She's somebody he can trust. He's somebody she can trust. Um, but I think this effort is going to require him to make some peace with Frank. He's already working really hard on that. And you know, as long as Frank is on his team, 
the movements that Polly can make in the game are going to be very limited when he wins HOH. So, therefore, it really puts his game at risk the longer he fights with Frank. Until this team thing gets disbanded, which I'm sure is going to happen soon, he really needs to make it happen to survive and advance. Uh, that's the key to this game is surviving and advancing. Uh, he needs to know he can win comps when he, when he needs to, uh, and he can. And really, truly, right now, Frank either complements his strength or he weakens it. Because as long as Frank is on his team, Paulie's hands are really tied, and so he needs to try to make some type of peace. I think it was a bad move for him to try to backstab Frank right now. They're on the same team. It's amazing to me these guys are not realizing that they have partners in the team that are going to be affecting everything they do. And how these teams didn't really even end up being alliances is mind-boggling to me. That, you know, again, I told you guys, the bets come in with this thing on a silver platter. How can you not have a team of four people and not, especially a team that's still strong like Frank's team, and not have an alliance there that's tighter than than rope? It just blows my mind. But that's the situation, and that's where he's at. My bottom, I know people are going to disagree with this. I'm putting Day in that spot. Uh, I don't think her sudden switch to keep Tiffany was a smart one. I think obviously we know now she should have left things alone. It was a stupid move on her part. It was an emotional move on her part. The thought that she thought that Tiffany was going to do anything to get Frank out of this house and win a cop and put him up is kind of beyond me. I think she should have seen by now that Tiffany's not really a huge comp player. Uh, and I, and I, I just don't understand that move by day. That puts her really low on my totem pole. Uh, she wants to get Frank out. The moment Frank moves out of the way, I've told you guys, you know, the bigger target needs to stay in front of you to take the blunt. She gets rid of she gets rid of Frank. Everybody's going to be looking around the house looking at her going, you know what, she needs to go next, which is exactly what everybody is, was talking about and probably going to happen this week. So for all the momentum she had, she's really, in my opinion, lost it because, again, I told you, I like Day, but I think she's got emotional. She can win this game, but her emotions are always going to keep her out of it. I think that she has an issue with control. And, you know, you can only give out so many fake hugs and roll your eyes before people start kind of getting onto you that you're not a sincere person sometimes, and that makes people not want to trust you. Uh, and so I think Day's really on the bottom, and I think Dark Roads, like I said for Nicole and Tiffany, are ahead for Day. She's definitely one of those people that can definitely go up. Um, my next spot, James. He's being told what's going on. Then James just agrees or disagrees, and that's what James does this season. I think Natalie is actually a huge liability for him. I told you guys that I do foresee possibly Natalie being pulled into a group with Frank. James is going to have to make a big-time decision. That makes Natalie kind of a liability for him. He's not keeping secrets from her. He's expecting her to keep secrets for him. This is a dangerous position for James to be in. I'm sure it's great for him to have this really beautiful girl to chase around. But at the end of the day, he's not going to be able to include her in the things that they're doing because the other people in that group that he's working with want to see her go. Uh, he's just honestly he's pissing away his game every day, and he has so much knowledge and so much ability, and James has decided to play the exact same game he was playing last year. Um, and honestly, a lot of people are not going to like this, but I put Michelle down low. I get it. I, I think that she's playing a good game right now. 
But I got to be honest with you. When you're calling people out on lies, the biggest mistake Michelle made that set herself up was that Michelle turns around, tells Nicole, or tells uh, Frank tells her about Nicole talking about getting Day out. Michelle goes straight to Day and talks to her, never goes to Nicole, never goes to Corey. Now, there is a good thing about having information, and there's a bad thing about giving out too much. And what Michelle does, in my opinion, is question, is make everybody question really, truly where her loyalty is. I've seen Polly talk to her, and she nods her head, and, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah right, uh-huh, I agree. But Michelle offers some good ideas. But at the end of the day, I think Michelle is somebody who's going to talk too much for her own good. I think she's going to tell people what other people say. And sometimes it's just good not to, not to tell everybody everything that you hear. I think, you need to, I think she needs to keep her mouth shut. She did a great job helping Tiffany stay in the house. I give kudos to Michelle. And remember, this was written before tonight, so Michelle probably wouldn't be on this list. But I do have to feel like she's already slipped up twice in, the, in talking to people. Uh, she once talked about getting Natalie out, and I think Natalie was standing close to her. And then she also talked about getting Tiffany out when she was talking to Tiffany, and Tiffany was in the room. So Michelle knows a lot, but Michelle can't really comprehend on when to keep her mouth shut, and I think that's extremely dangerous for her. Listen, I got somebody that's been keeping our hold before we get out of here. I told you guys, if you call in, I'm going to give you a floor. I want to give it to 316-316. You have the floor. What do you want to say? Oh, Sam, <laughs> tonight for myself, tonight started out so wonderful Uh-oh. and it just and oh it just ended as such a disappointment for me <laughs> oh so what is the most disappointing thing for you that happened tonight what, what's the thing that how it ended who won hoh you don't like the fact that frank is safe no and you know okay. what sam what? if you would have what? asked me this four years ago i was such a frank fan I loved him four years ago, and this right. Frank that's playing now is just not the same person at all. I don't even know this Frank. A lot of ego right now with Frank, and, and it's getting himself in trouble. And I, I really feel this way. You know, I, I kind of have to sit back in a way, and, I, and, you know, I have my favorites, but at the same time, I'm off and on with Frank. And at the end of the day, Frank has done nothing but play an awful, awful, awful social game. But the longer right. this guy survives, the stronger he gets and the stronger you being aligned with him gets. And as the person who watches the show, let's just take our emotions out of it and we just watch it. The most entertaining thing is going to happen this week. You know it and I know it, that Frank and Day are going to have their moment in the house at some point this week, and it's going to be great. I mean, yeah, can, yeah. can you at least agree with that? Yeah. Oh, so absolutely. We're going to get some excitement. Now, let me ask you this. I think Paulie's in a situation where he had, you know, it was a luck of the draw situation, but he's in a bad spot. He's got he's to work with Frank now being on his team, but he also now has to put somebody up. I know Tiffany goes up, which makes Frank happy, but who do you think sits in that second seat? Oh, definitely Natalie. You think it's Natalie? Now, oh, yeah. I find that interesting because do you think that James will try to talk Paulie out of this? Yes. And do you think it will divide James from the group? I think pretty much he already is is there. 
Definitely, and, right. and, and just what you said, exactly what you said before, he's playing the same damn game he played last yep. season, and it kills yes, me is. because I wanted him to win so badly. I was a big James fan last season. I wanted him so badly to play the game. Because like he, he know, you know, and then he just blew it off for some dumb girl. And what's he doing again this season? The same crap. It's the same exact thing. It's the same it, it exact thing. It pisses me off. It's, it's like zero strategy. But the thing that kills me about James is that he's a wonderful social player. He's a likable guy. People want to be around him. He wins mm-hmm. America's favorite player. And he, oh, he yeah. can win comps. We saw that last season. All he had right. to do, and the thing that drove me nuts about last season, is that he would win comps. And he would just make a move for the moment. And it wouldn't be a move for the next week, knowing that he can't play for HOH. And I worry about that with James. There's so much potential, but the guy just, he'll find a woman, and he just cannot keep his game right. straight. And it drives it's me nuts. It sucks. It does it suck. Sucks. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I have to sit here and wonder, and, I, and I'm going to throw this at you, because obviously you know what's going down, so I want to know. I think that, that the situation that will develop in the house, and I could be wrong, will be Frank talking to Paul, Paul talking to Natalie, and Natalie bringing James over. I see a five-person alliance, including Natalie and James, with Frank. Even though James is not going to mm-hmm. like it, I think he's going to have to do it. He has to do it, exactly. Oh, I, I, it's inevitable. And, and this is going to become a civil war in the House, and I'm excited because I feel like it's been, it's been a while before we've seen a real division in the House to go head-to-head. I kind of see this happening, and I, you know, I know you wanted Frank gone, but I don't think we would have gotten this kind of week coming up. I wanted Frank- to, I wanted to see Tiffany do something. Yeah. That's what I wanted I, to see more than anything, and it was all geared up for that. And just like you were saying, also, it all turned out to be such a freaking waste. Yeah, Everything. I mean, she throws herself out there. She says these things. I mean, you know what? You didn't win the war. You won a battle. The next battle was about 30 seconds later, and now you're back in the hot seat because I feel like Paulie is in a situation where this is an HOH he does not want. He has to put Tiffany up. He has no choice. He has no choice. He's already told people he wants her out. He's just gone to Frank right after the eviction on the live feeds and tried to sell himself on to Frank that I didn't sell you out. I voted for Tiffany to go home. I want her to go home as bad as you do. She's getting on my nerves. Now that he's HOH, he has to put Tiffany up. He has to. But you know and what, I don't Sam? Think, I don't think Tiffany Why not? I mean, truthfully, yeah. she's done nothing. And for any she's of them nothing. to be afraid of her because of her sister, truthfully, is such a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, they're, I, I said that I personally felt like Tiffany had I, – now, I liked Vanessa in her season. I know she was a bit neurotic. But I liked her, I liked her strategy mind. I feel like – Tiffany has all the bad qualities of Vanessa, which is the emotional part of it. But I don't oh, think she God. has the strategy <laughs> part. I don't think she Not has the all. mind. I think she has the emotional breakdown. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, you can walk around in the house so long with glasses, sunglasses on, and pout. But this is <laughs> going to be one, I think, that does her in. She may go home this week. I'm curious to know if, if really Polly feels like I have to put Day on the block. I, I'm curious to know if Polly feels like he's got to do that because right now it was a power struggle between Day and Frank. Day was really in control. Day was calling the shots. This thing has flipped in a matter of a few minutes 
where now Frank is in a position where he's safe. He has a week to work things out, and he has a week to start talking to people. I have to wonder if Polly is going to err on the side of Frank and just go ahead and put Day up. That's another thing about this season that I'll be honest that I hate is this team thing. Yeah. I yeah. hate it, Sam. I want to see them play for themselves. This whole thing with this one, all these other people are safe now sucks. Well, you know, the thing that I have to question is, I mean, I, I mean, some of these teams are down to two people. How long is this team thing going to go? Because really, in truth, when, you're, when you've got four teams and one of the teams is at full power with four people and the rest of the teams are at two and one person, at some point you're winning every competition. So you, you have to disband. It has to be disbanded this week. It has to be. I hope because I hate it already. I, I, it sucks. I can't see how it can go any further. I mean, Polly's in power. That keeps them in the four solid again. At some point, and they hate the it too. Team, yeah, they don't like it. I mean, Polly would definitely put Frank up right now. Yeah, I, mean, I was just going to say that exactly. Frank, I mean, Frank would be would up, up if he wasn't on his damn team. Exactly. So I mean, you know, Frank and Frank Bridget, and that's what I wanted to see. I wanted Frank and Bridget up, both of them you, together. Uh, okay. Now, I understand that people think Bridget is a puppet, and she was. I agree 100%. But is there a part of you that thinks that Bridget might be a little book smart, and when it comes to puzzles and it comes to some of these things, she might be a, a good player? Or do you think she's completely away? As a girl, okay, this is a, a female speaking, okay? <laughs> it reminds me so much, and I hated it. With Dan, season 14 again. This is what it reminds me of, though. It is so Dan and Danielle, okay? (laughs) Oh, my God. Think about it. It is. And you get this girl that turns into such an idiot, listening and believing in this guy and, and looking up at him like he's some kind of, even the way she was talking to him. And Sam, come on. Who the hell thanks somebody that puts them on the damn block? She's thanking him? Oh, my God, what an idiot. That blew me away. That blew me away. But you know what? Never my life. And then who put, who put her friend up to be evicted tonight? Who put yeah. Bronte up to be evicted tonight That's once exactly again? Right. Her beloved That's exactly Frank. Right. Bronte's blood but is on his hands. Does she care? No, because no. Frank's the man. <laughs> is it, what did she call him well, again? Oh, you're. The, oh, it's just dis- Oh, it's disgusting. They, they As have girl a girl, Sam, I want to wring her neck. I can't take it. I want her they gone. Have a mutual- they have a mutual benefit for each other because he's going to keep her safe yeah. and she's going to work the house. But I have to say, I think that I think that she was manipulated. I think that he ran the HOH for obviously he controlled oh, all course. the nominees. But in, in his credit, he's controlling the nominees. He had an HOH and had an opportunity to win a back-to-back HOH. Frank is in a better position that we all thought he would be in by this time last week. No way did I think he would be in this position. But I think the fault of that comes down on Day and Michelle for saying that Tiffany was going to be this person that was going to be a pit bull to go after Frank, and they were wrong. There's right. nothing that Tiffany's going to offer them, and now they're stuck with nobody other than a vote. And she's going to be on the block this week, and that vote is canceled out. So they've got some serious problems on that side of the house. And the worst part is Paulie's going to have to put up two people he works with in some way. And that's going to be bad. 
Well, I see definitely Tiffany, and he doesn't work with Natalie. So putting up no, Tiffany and Natalie has, would, be a, work, would be a good bet for him with, to do that. With James, he has some relationship. I don't think it's a very good one. Not but much. But you know what? I, yeah. Do you think? Do you do you think? And let me ask you this: For you, do you think Paul and Frank will hook up? Do you think that they will they will form an alliance? Paul's Paul? got nobody. Beard Paul. Mm. He's That's got tough nobody. because he's been pissing because Frank's been really pissing Paul off. Yeah. And comments that he's made to Paul. It's you know. Do you ever watch? I mean, I don't watch the live feeds, but I do get After Dark. So I watch After Dark, and Paul's been pissed off by so many things that that Frank said to him. So I don't know. I mean, it could happen. Yes, it could happen, because anything could happen in this damn game. But I don't think Paul would want to. I think Paul's really disgusted with Frank. Well, you know, I think this is going to be the interesting thing. If Paul does not hook up with Frank and they don't make an alliance, I don't think Paul's going to be somebody that's going to be really welcome into the other group. I think Paul continues to be used as a pawn. But I think right. that Paul, and I said it earlier, Paul is destined for an HOH. They keep him in there. He's not a Spencer. He is going to win an HOH, and he's going to cause chaos. And I don't think he – I think – I honestly think Paul would put up two powerful players. I think mm-hmm. he would put up Day and Frank in a heartbeat. I think he would put up oh, two yeah. powerful players without Definitely. any thought about it. And so – I, and so I think that Frank, that Paul is that wild card that they continue to let survive, and he's destined to get an HOH. He's destined. Oh, and it's going to be really interesting. Because right now you know it's, not, it's not good. Right now it's just more crap after the next. There hasn't been one HOH so far where it's been really exciting, you know? Not one where you could say, not wow, this is going to be great. Oh, I can't wait to see this. And you just, it's not happening. You're, you're exactly right, and I think when it comes down to it, the HOHs have been weak. You know, Nicole, I can't even tell you what she's doing. I don't think we have a clue oh. over her. Why was her she brought back, Sam? Seriously, let's be honest here, too. Why was she I don't brought know. back? I don't know. I honestly don't know why her and Day were brought back. I understand, Frank. You saw 14. You get it. I, I, I kind of I do understand James. He was a fan favorite. Yeah. I would take James over Johnny Mac. But at the end of the yeah. day, oh God, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, Nicole was Nicole. Let's not forget too, Nicole. This is Nicole's third chance. She was right. in. She was in her season. She was brought back in her own season, mm-hmm. and she failed miserably. And now she's back right. again. I don't know right. what Nicole's doing there. I really don't. She doesn't have the ability to make a decision. I think she has the ability to talk about it, but I don't think she has the ability to pull the trigger. And I don't know that Corey really, really is into her as much as she's into him. And really, she's told people she don't trust him. So Nicole's right. not in a straight, really strong position, even though I did put her in the power rankings. I don't think she's as strong as a lot of people think that she is. I think Nicole is in danger. I think Frank is going to press her and press her and press her this week, and she's going to break. And she's going to reveal it was all Dave's idea, or she's going to throw somebody under the bus, and he's going to find out everything. But he knows from counting the boats that there is no way that Nicole and Corey voted to get Tiffany out. He knows it. There's no way the votes make sense because he thinks Polly voted for Tiffany. I can't remember if he did, but he thinks Polly voted for Tiffany. No, he, no, Polly, yeah, Polly yeah, voted for Tiffany to go. I, I was surprised. I thought he was going to vote out Bronte, but he voted out well, Tiffany. Well, 
I think that whole thing with giving, throwing him off of the boats, I do think that was a really smart idea of saying, let's make it four to five. Four to and, five, and right. Let's just, yeah, let's just make it where he can't figure it out. But you can. You can do math. You can sit there and say, well, I know Polly wanted her out. I know I wanted her out, and I know that Bridget wanted her out. You can't sell me that Nicole and, and Corey both voted for her to go home when there's only when I'm short of vote. So he knows that Nicole's lying, and Nicole's going to keep lying. He's a bad liar, though, too. I mean, He's come on. Awful. Anybody that confronts her, Devon also, Devon sees right through her. I mean, He's it's, a terrible it's liar. It's absolutely awful, and, and it's going to cost her a game. Corey's not helping her much. I think Corey goes with the win. It's going to be a great week, though. As, after dark, it's, it's going to be on fire tonight. I can't wait. I appreciate you calling in. i got to let you go because i got to run. But thank you so much for calling. Thank you for having the show. It's nice to hey, have somebody to great you to. Call, <laughs> you call any night, you'll get on. I promise you that. That's my guarantee. i got your area code. Sounds good. Take care, Sam. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Talk to you later. Hey, folks, I told you when you call in, it ain't that hard. I'm not going to be mean to you. I'm going to love you when you call. I love that call. What a, You know what? I've had a lot of calls go well. Uh, that's probably one of the best calls. A lot of times you get on this thing and people you cut each other off you don't mean to. And you, perfect, perfect call, I mean, as far as the flow. Love that call. Thank you so much, 316. You're my favorite person on the planet right now. Thank you. Uh, guys, got to break off, got to go put this thing to bed. What a great night. What a fun night. I know some of you are upset. We've heard the sorrow in 316 tell us that she was not happy. I know Twitter's going to be on fire tonight and tomorrow. I'm going to go ahead and tell you as a fan, as your guide on this show, as your host, I want you to know that I think the best-case scenario for this game to get really hot and heavy and interesting just happened. Let's hope that it continues that way. At the end of the day, we have our favorites. We have the people we hate. We have the people we love. But at the end of the day, we just want a really great kick-ass game. And I think with everything that's happened so far, you're going to get an exciting game, guys. And that's what this is about. We haven't had a really exciting game in a long time. It would be nice to have one. Let's hope this season. You guys tell me this season's awful. I think you're just emotionally upset right now. God bless you. I'll give you a hug. I'll give you a kiss on the forehead and, 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 and you know, comfort you. But. I'm going to be honest with you. This is shaping up to be a really great season so far, whether you love Frank, whether you hate him. It's important to have people in the house that you love to hate. I can tell you from personal experience, loving to hate someone is one of the best feelings when you're watching a show like this because you will root against them, and when they come through, you're upset and emotional about it, and you get ticked off and pissed off. On the other hand, the people that you love, when they do something, you love it. This is a strong season for love and hate, either love and hate players, I think, this season. That's a great scenario for us, guys. Don't give up on the season. I think things are about to kick into gear. Enjoy the feeds tonight. Enjoy, the, enjoy Morty's tonight. A lot of spoilers. Go out there. Go read them. Get your, get your information. It's going to be a fun, fun week. Twitter's going to be a party. It's going to be like Mardi Gras. Get on Twitter, have fun, look me up, BB After Show. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I can't tell you from the bottom of my heart how much it means to me when you guys tune in. Thank you, and I will see you next Thursday, 11 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be a blast, guys. I cannot even fathom what our discussion is going to be about. Don't forget, give us a call, 713 
next week. I'll open up the lines. So you guys call. We're going to get on it. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Be good to each other, okay? This is the Big Brother, big, this is the big brother After Show. I'm your host, Sam. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Bye-bye! Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected. It's time for another summer of Big Brother.